You don't just need more downloads. You need the right listeners. You would value more by having 50 of your best buyers listen to your podcast than 5,000 of the general public. You're listening to a guide to B2B podcasting. This is an educational podcast series focused on teaching you the best practices in B2B podcasting. If you're an enterprise or B2B company looking to maximize podcasting for your business, then you are in the right place. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Guide to B2B Podcasting. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to grow your podcast through trade publication syndication. So your first question is probably, what is trade publication syndication? Well, we're going to dive into that, but in short, it is a way to get your podcast in front of the very specific B2B buyers that you're looking for for your business. And that is a very important thing because one of the biggest challenges with growing a B2B podcast is that many of the B2C marketing tactics that grow podcasts are simply not effective for B2B because you don't just need more downloads. You need the right listeners. You, you would value more by having 50 of your best buyers listen to your podcast than 5,000 of the general public. And that is the unique challenge that B2B shows have is it's not just about more, more, more. It's about getting the right people listening. And so in this episode, we're going to talk through some of the things that we've seen people do in terms of missteps in terms of how to get more downloads. And then we're going to specifically talk into trade publication as a growth. And I'm going to tease another future episode uh, where we go into some other ad campaign growth tactics as well. But uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. So to start off, I want to hit on some of the pitfalls to avoid when you're trying to grow a podcast and what we've seen some people do that has just been abysmally not great. So the biggest thing I see is that people use B2C tactics to promote a B2B show. Example number one, Spotify ads. Spotify's targeting for a Spotify ad is people interested in business. Something tells me that that is not your buyer persona or that is nowhere near close enough. And so with Spotify ads, it is really meant for a very B2C approach. And so we saw a company that they had some ads budget left over from their ads department. So they put $60,000 into Spotify ads. When we looked at the results, it might have well been that they just flushed that down the toilet. You literally could not see the slightest shift or growth in downloads from putting $60,000 into Spotify ads promoting the podcast. Now, this platform could grow. It could get better over time. But as when we ran this about six months ago, it was it was awful. The targeting was not there, and it's just not a right fit for B2B shows. So uh, Spotify ads, if you're looking for brand awareness and you're looking at the general public, that could be good for you. But if you're looking to drive targeted download, B2B downloads for your podcast, probably not going to be the approach. Heck, it's definitely not the approach. I will never recommend that. <laughs> All right, so tactic number two we saw was Facebook ads. So this one, we didn't actually, um, actually weren't part of a campaign, but I had a company that came to us and they had run a podcast internally and they bring me forth this entire deck, which was the debrief of a, a failed podcast at their company. And they invested $1.6 million into Facebook ads to grow a podcast. And 
it did drive downloads. It drove a ton of impressions and ton of impressions. So the cool thing I think about Facebook ads and where they can fit in the flow is if your goal is to repurpose podcast content into Facebook ads to raise awareness or put out message or thought leadership, something there, I think that those work really well. But in terms of clicking and converting into downloads, it was not. And I don't think that that's a thing that's not a fit for Facebook at the moment or anything against them. But I think you have a kind of platform drop off and this is, you know, a challenge there. And so you're running ads to this Facebook ad that may include like a social video or repurposed. And then someone has to go into Spotify, into Apple, into another app and another platform to download. So a trackability is super hard um, because you're basically going off platform. And then also just the conversion of someone willing to go off platform to a whole new thing is just a challenge. So that is um, another platform just that we've seen that I, I think there is some potential there. But again, I'm probably not going to recommend it as a way for B2B shows. Again, I think that's probably, once again, one more for B2C. But again, even Facebook ads, they're not really great for B2B targeting. So um, probably not going to be your ideal approach there either. Third one I saw was Google Ads. And this was a podcast that we were a part of. Similar situation as that Spotify ads. The ads team has some leftover budget. They say, hey, we're going to throw it there. You need to spend this by the end of the year. We're going to put $75,000 behind some Google ads to try to drive um, growth toward the podcast. I say we saw maybe a 5% lift um, from running this ad campaign. Like it was still just not, not really making, hitting the mark or driving anything significant toward the podcast. So uh, again, Google ads campaigns, I look at them very similar. I mean, you, you can get a bit more targeted with that, but the problem with all of these is that they're really B2C promotion techniques. And so if you're really looking at any of these, like it's just very uh, difficult. The other alternative, I will say that um, we haven't actually run or tried a campaign in this yet. I'm intrigued and I may want to experiment at some point, but I do think LinkedIn ads could be a possible, possible route because with a LinkedIn ads for a podcast, you're at least able to get that right targeting in place. But the challenge that I see with LinkedIn ads is it's really expensive and you're driving someone towards something that's not an offer. I mean, a LinkedIn click can often be $10 plus per click. And so if you're doing that to drive someone to a podcast, that's a pretty expensive audience growth um, approach. So uh, that is something that I'll admit we have not run yet. We're looking at and trying to experiment with. But uh, again, my gut with that is it's going to be a, a very expensive route as a way to just try to get people toward content that's not even something very far down the funnel. So uh, LinkedIn ads, probably something we'll explore. Um, I'll report back when I do more of that in the future, but at the moment, it's just uh, we have not ventured that way yet. So I just shared a bunch of podcast growth ways to spend your dollars that don't work. And so what is the solution or what are the solutions that actually do work and where can you invest your promotion budget for your podcast to actually make a difference? So there's two that we're going to quickly cover. And then in this episode, we're going to dive deep into trade publication syndication. So the first one before that is that we do have an ads network that is specifically targeted toward driving downloads. Um, it's based off contextual advertising, which means that you can um, basically target uh, articles on the internet that have the keywords related to your industry and have your podcasts appear on those articles as ads and someone can listen to it directly in the ad. So um, that is one channel that we have been working quite well with, um, and there's a lot more that we're, is being built around that right now. So 
There is an ad growth channel, but again, I still say this is not as targeted as trade publication syndications. Your contextual advertising is good. Uh, if you want KPIs and you still want to kind of hit general, I think the ads network it will hit you to your KPIs. But if you really want business results, if you really want to make sure that this podcast is going to drive revenue, uh, then we're going to dive into trade publication syndication. So if you want more information on the ads network, I'll be doing an episode on that in the future. And uh, also reach out to hello at contentallies.com and we can talk to you more about specifically how we can put your ads money towards specifically driving downloads with a pretty targeted audience using contextual advertising. All right, now to the meat and potatoes of the episode, what you've been waiting for, trade publication syndication, and why I believe this is probably one of the best places to put your B2B podcast promotion dollars if you want to really get the strongest business value out of this. So to explain what this is, I'm going to show you an example here. So if you go to the website advertisingweek.com, Advertising Week is a trade publication. They are one of the biggest trade publications in the marketing and advertising and media space. But if you go to their podcast tab on the website, you're going to see that Advertising Week has 12 podcasts that they're publishing. And what is interesting is that if you actually really look at this a little bit more closely, what you'll see is Advertising Week has some of their own podcasts, but there's also a podcast from Advertising Week and Edelman, a podcast from Advertising Week and Veritonic, podcast from Advertising Week and Triple Lift. And you'll start to see a bunch of these shows that almost half of their shows are partnerships with companies. And so instead of Advertising Week going out there and saying, hey, we need to just create tons and tons of content, they go to these companies or these companies come to them and they structure a partnership. We're now Veritonic or, or say uh, Triple Lift, one of these companies, produces a show and syndicates and distributes it through advertisingweek.com. And so this is the core idea because now, say like Edelman there, they want to get to Advertising Week's audience. They're now co-presenting a show. This is not just paying for a newsletter or paying for a webinar. They're consistently building a media property with Advertising Week. So it's a really tight partnership and you are getting, and Edelman is getting that content out to Advertising Week's audience which is absolutely huge and just like getting them right in front of that target audience. So this is kind of the model. It's find the trade publication in your industry and then partner your show with them and co-present it and distribute it out through their newsletters, through their website, through all of the promotion mechanisms that that trade publication has and turn this into a media partnership with them. So let's talk through an example of how this could work in another industry. And I'm just going to make some names up of things here as well. But let's just say you have a finance product and your target is enterprise you know, CFOs or mid-market CFOs and you want to get in front of them. Well, what you would do is you would go to CFO.com or CFOToday.com, any of these sites. Those are not, I don't know if those are actually even all real. I'm sure something exists there. But you would go to those major publications in the finance space. And you would say, hey, CFO.com, uh, we would love to present a podcast with you. We've got this idea. It's called the, uh, you know, the CFO's, uh, you know, the CFO podcast. And we're going to bring forth all this great content. And we want to co-present this with you. Now, what will typically happen in these situations is that these companies, CFO.com in that case, is going to come back to you and they're going to say, that's great. Um, we would love to this as well. We always love more content. We're a trade publication. Our business is creating content, creating events, putting information out there. And so we would love this, but we're going to charge you money. 
to basically put to syndicate your podcast through our, our show, our, our network. And so the, you know, this is where it always gets custom. You know, every single one of these is different depending on their audience, depending on their industry. You're going to enter into some level of custom deal there. This is not something you buy off the shelf. It's not as easy as turning on Facebook ads and running up a campaign. You have to go talk to some people, go through a sales process, and you're really trying to structure a mutually beneficial partnership. But one of the things I always say to people is, you know, say you reach out to, uh, you know, to Advertising Week and you want to do this partnership with them. What you do is you go to them and you say, hey, okay, we want to do this. They come back to you and they say, hey, great, that's awesome. It's going to cost $25,000 a month to, to do this partnership with us, whatever that could be. It could be $5,000, could be $25,000, could be $50,000, whatever that is. But you come to them and you say, hey, we, that's great, um, but we're going to be co-presenting this show and we're already investing $10,000 a month into producing the show. So we'd like to credit that against what we're paying you. So instead of fifty thousand, or instead of twenty-five thousand, now you're down. You know, you knock ten thousand dollars off that price by saying we're already paying to produce this show. You're going to get all of this content, and we're paying the money to do that. You guys are going to be co-presented. You'll be a sponsor on this as well. Um, and so that's a way you can kind of negotiate that and uh, put that in there as well. If you're, so if you're dedicating team members to this, you know, you might have a salary, a person's salary that's partially allocated toward this. So you can kind of look at your hard costs of production, but also the the resources and internal team and say, hey, you know, we've got, you know, uh, a lead and a project manager that's handling this podcast from our side. You know, those salaries combined are another, you know, 8,000 a month or something. So what you want to do is you want to go get the quote, what they would charge to syndicate the show. And then you come back and you say, hey, that's great. We're investing all of this from our side. So we would love to figure out a way to make this work. And what you're looking for here is a partnership. You're not trying to haggle or anything like that, or you're wanting something where they're going to be promoting you. It's going to be an exciting thing and that this honestly can grow into bigger things. I mean, getting your content syndicated through their trade publication, pushing this out to their audiences through their newsletters is awesome. But I mean, this can grow to podcasting from one of their events or their annual conference. This can grow into just all sorts of different ways that you can collaborate or start cross-promoting or other shows with them. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting things that can happen in this space, and it's really custom. It's really bespoke. But the goal is go to a trade publication and create a partnership. And that is kind of the key pieces because that trade publication has your exact target audience. It's going to be way tighter, way more focused than Spotify ads, Facebook ads, Google ads. It is trade publications are the, the most tightly niched nits of um, any targeting that you can really do. And so this is why I believe for a B2B company, if you're really wanting to drive results for your podcast, I think that trade publication syndication is a phenomenal way to go. Uh, it, it, it does take work. That is, I'll tell you, one of the downsides of this is every one of these deals is custom. Um, there is no off the shelf. People have asked, well, what does this cost? <laughs> I say, I mean, I've Known people who were just happy. I've I've talked to some smaller trade publications that were like, yeah, you can do that. We 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 don't have the budget to do a podcast, but if we can just co-present it, then yeah, you're happy to syndicate it through us. And so we've had it at literally be almost earned media where they just wanted to have a shout out at the beginning and look like the podcast was co-presented. And we've had other people where they quoted fifty thousand a month. So it all depends on the industry, the size of the audience. But it's every deal's custom. It's definitely not as easy. It's not as quick as running a Spotify ads thing. This is going to be. An initiative and a relationship that you have to build and ultimately manage and, and try to drive value out of. Because um, that's the other downside is once this is done, uh, once you set this up, like you have to kind of manage that relationship. You have to make sure that they're doing the things to promote you on their side. You need to be like reconnecting with them regularly and brainstorming ideas on 
know, what else beyond the show could we do together or how else can we grow this? And so uh, it definitely, you know, it, it's, it's very custom and it does take some work there. Um, and then the other downside, again, it also can be expensive as well, but um, so is, you know, spending $60,000 on Spotify ads that don't do anything. So uh, if you're going to put your money towards something, I do think that this is a really great way to go. Some of the things you need to be cautious of is just really understanding like what their audience looks like. Most of these trade publications should be able to give you a media deck that shows this is who our audience is. This is how big our email list is. This is that. Um, some of the things I'll tell you, social media followers don't care that much um, about that when I'm looking at these. What I care about is what's their web traffic and what's their email list size. I'll tell you the email lists are probably one of the best ways, the best converting ways to get people to listen to podcasts um, in terms of any media channel that's going to kind of route someone over to it. So when you go to these trade publications, just make sure you don't just do a deal just to do a deal. Make sure you really understand what you're getting, what the audience is, like how engaging it is, what they're going to be including. Are you going to be on those email blasts? Are you going to be on social posts? What's that going to look like? Um, Because you just want to make sure that you're really getting what you pay for. Because the other thing is you're you're structuring one really good partnership here. You're not going to do this with multiple trade publications. So when you go toward this decision, you're also going to be hitting a point where you have to decide which trade publication am I going to partner with. And so this is kind of an interesting thing where you can go to some where you'll say, hey, okay, these guys are the biggest in the space, but that price tag, that's $50,000 price tag is is a lot for a partnership, um, you know, like per month or something. It's something crazy. But you look at their metrics and like, wow, they they have the audience. Like they own the audience. Like they have it. And then you might have a smaller trade publication that says, hey, like five grand a month. And we're good. But their audience is a small, small portion of that size. And this is where it kind of comes down to just budgeting and what's possible. You know, it's like everyone would love to work with the biggest one out there, but not all the time can you afford that. So uh, we've seen some trade-offs where we, we went with smaller ones. And uh, it, it did still, you know, drive some pretty good results and pretty targeted, but um, it definitely is just, you know, another aspect of this is it's kind of what's your budget and which trade publication can you afford. But I think ultimately you're in this for the long run when you're trying to do this. So if you can, even if you're going to start off smaller or just kind of walk before you run with a bigger trade publication, I think it's, if you can build that alliance, like there's just so much goodwill that comes from the relationship, the partnership and everything. And it's going to make your company look bigger because you're partnered with this major trade publication, which is probably going to help your sales and marketing teams. Um, PR will probably love this. They'll likely be able to do other kind of collaborations with that company. So there's a lot that can come out of this. So it's a very interesting model, very different. But um, ultimately, I think it is one of the best ways that you can really uh, go about getting really targeted listeners for your B2B podcast. So if you got any questions, you need help with us, this, you know, just reach out to us at hello at contentallies.com. Happy to chat about this, um, support with this. And, um, you know, just the biggest thing I'd say is just don't, don't run Spotify ads to grow your B2B show. Probably don't run Facebook ads to grow a B2B show. Maybe if, depending on what your objectives are and Google ads, definitely don't. Uh, and, and yeah, just, you know, be cautious with where you put your ads dollars. Um, you know, there's a lot it, pot, growing a podcast, it's different than driving people to a blog post. It's different than driving people to a sales page. So you got to think about it and approach it differently and figure out how to get this um, in front of it. And don't just follow the B2C tactics as uh, they're not the same. And B2B podcasting is a very, very different game. And so, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast if you did enjoy it. And uh, we'll be back next time. And we'll dive in a future episode more into um, specifically podcast ad 
campaigns and how we can drive targeted growth toward that and what that looks like. So stay tuned. We'll be back with future episodes on that uh, soon to come. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please be sure to leave a five-star review. You can see all the resources mentioned in today's episode at b2bpodcastingguide.com. That is B, the number two, B, podcastingguide.com. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com.